Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. You're watching Spotlight, and on today's special episode, I have the pleasure of introducing you to some of my amazing co-workers at Naperville's nonprofit television station, bringing you programming about your hometown. Joining me now is Liz Spencer. She's our executive director. Welcome to the show, Liz. Thank you, Jane. It's always nice to see you, usually behind the camera and in our control room. But we have a super exciting thing happening in 2022. We yeah, we're going to turn 35 years old. We're going right. to celebrate a 35th anniversary. And it's 20 years for you here. And it that's is. another big milestone. It is. Yes. So tell us. How in that time, and particularly in the last 20 years, how have we evolved over time? How have we grown to meet the needs of our changing community? Well, it's hard to believe that much time has passed, but yet, you know, as a, as a history buff, that's not a lot of time. But um, we have really, I think, grown with the city of Naperville. The city of Naperville has really expanded in the last 40 years. We started at 35, and it has really picked up steam with 20 years. So one of the things that is probably the biggest change is technology. It's changed all around us. You know, and NCTV changed with it. And I want to say I think we led the way a little bit, that we had a really active and website right off the top. And then we started live streaming in 2006. That was a completely new concept to put our channel out on, you know, to the online so people could view it. Then we started cutting up programs. And so that was really, you know, very ahead of the curve, if you would, for that. You know, and then we, you know, we've done a lot of things. We introduced news, news, weekly news and now daily news, and, and, and high school sports. All of that kind of programming really recognized the need in the town, the growing, expanding town. And then, you know, we have done so much with our programming, recognizing different needs from this great show that spots, it actually kind of started it all. This is our flagship show. This was here when I got here, and we just kind of grew it. And, you know, it really emphasizes our commitment to not-for-profit and for into our town. Then we've had, you know, a variety of talk show programming from, you know, Business Connection to Moms Network, Finding Common Ground, all of it. So it's been a really big change. And, you know, one of the things I'm probably most proud of is the one thing that has been constant is that we've been here to tell Naperville stories from yeah. the time I, from it started to the time I, you know, I came and then now. So that's probably, you know, the thing that I'm, you know, this the most. Yeah, well, and I always love it because when I very first met you, which was a, quite a long time ago. I think it's about uh, 10 years for you, friend. So. Yes, here at the station, but you and I have known each other, yeah. I think, about 20 years. Right. Um, I think you always introduce yourself as a storyteller. So Absolutely. I think that's an important part, that we are here to tell Naperville's story. And that's a very unique position in the marketplace, right? It so it reinforces to me why do we need local television? Why is that important, Liz? We need it to, to tell the stories of our hometown. We need to, as our, as our vision statement says, we need to inform, engage, and connect. Mm -hmm. And the way to do that is through television. And the great way that NCTV 17 does it is it's all about Naperville. And we do it in a variety of ways, from news to sports to our great programming. And we try to, you know, rise to the occasion of what's happening. We, like we did Finding Common Ground when that was needed. We've done the Moms Network. We, you know, continue to do Business Connection. We've had a variety of shows through the years. And 
that's what's important is that we take the pulse of the community and we continue to grow with it and, and showcase it and more importantly continue to tell its stories in a variety of formats from news to sports to talk to documentaries. Right, absolutely, of which, let's just say, you've done 20 of them since you've yes, been here. Yes, Not literally one a year, because you were very heavily front-loaded, but, right. but a lot of stories about the history of this town. Absolutely. And I think, as we think about it, we're the fourth largest city in the mm -hmm. state of Illinois. Uh, we have a very rich history. Uh, and while the local downtown networks uh, obviously do occasionally come out here and cover what we're doing, right. they're not here 365 days out of the year, right? Right. And that's where we fit in. That's exactly it. You know, we respect the, the, the larger network, but we're really here day to day. And then we're also here after something happens. I mean, I think the tornado was a great example uh, with news coverage. You know, they, we, you know, we were all here at the start, but then we've continued to follow that story. We've also continued to follow many stories along the way, and that's what's important. People can reach out and get our attention and touch us and tell us their story, and, and that's what sets us apart. And that's what's important for a vibrant city. You need a vibrant news media or in just general television station to tell your stories. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that I think we often get asked uh, is how are we funded? Yep. So clarify that for us. Sure. We are a not-for-profit and we, we have you know several buckets that we we use for a revenue source. Um, we use sponsorship as a revenue source that our programming such as Spotlight, Spotlight here brought to us by Busey Bank. So that's a beautiful sponsorship and we appreciate that. And then we have another bucket of production service, and that's where we provide some, some video production expertise to our, to our neighbors, to our Naperville friends. Um, and that is a big bucket that helps us keep going. And then our, our other bucket is philanthropy, because we are that not-for-profit. And more now than ever, local television and news needs the help of not-for-profit and philanthropy, because we want to be able to deliver that source in a way that is trusted and fair and without bias. So to do that, we need to not have any influence of any type of, of money from a larger group. So that's where we really wanted to get that philanthropy going. And then we also, we are part of the PEG network, which is the public education and government access channels. And they're part of the cable television family that NCTV 17 only exists because cable television started. So we are part of that family. So we receive some franchise fees from the cable company through the city of Naperville. The city of Naperville administrates them, but make no mistake, they're from our good friends in the cable industry of Comcast, WOW, and AT&T. And that provides maybe 35% of our budget, and, and that's only for television. So it's not for the expanding online presence of everything. So those dollars are shrinking a little bit, and that's why that philanthropy is even more important. That bucket needs to expand. Yeah. We need people to understand that, that at its very core essence, NCTV 17 is about those three words we've mentioned before, inform, engage, and connect to your community. Yeah, and if you value that, uh, yeah. and, and many do, uh, they support us, and that's yes. wonderful, right? Right, that's right, we've got great supporters that yeah. way. Um, Liz, you know, I mean, it's been two decades. Mm -hmm. What are you most proud of? I know, that kind of, it's like, oh, two decades? <laughs> two decades, uh, yeah. What are you most proud of in your time here? Well, you know, that there is so much I'm proud of. I think it comes down to two things that I'm really proud of. I'm proud of the way NCTV has grown and expanded in the type of programming and specials we've been able to bring to Naperville to really showcase it in a big time TV way. And the only way I've been able to do that is because of the wonderful staff with me who have gone with me on that journey. 
you know, when we did the marathon coverage of the, Nap the first Naperville Marathon, and everybody's like, and I'm like, we're going to do that live. Everybody went with me. You know, when we wanted to do other programming, you know, live, we all went with us. And so that's the important thing is really it's the staff behind that push to, to give Naperville a really, you know, first-rate, world-class television station, and that is Naperville Community Television, Channel 17. And again, we've never forgot that we are here to tell your story. I love that. Liz, thanks so much. I, you know, yeah, yeah. we've been on the journey together. Yeah, we have but, been. Um, but uh, your leadership has been extraordinary. Thank you. Uh, what we've accomplished, I think, is extraordinary. Uh, I'm going to close with one quick okay, question, because sure. I can. Uh, <laughs> 35 years as we look forward, what is the thing that excites you most about that 35th anniversary year and beyond? So, you know, over the last two years, it's been huge for everybody. And we've had a lot of people join us and, and get to know us a little bit more. And I'm happy to take them on that 35th anniversary journey with us and get them to know us a little bit more. Because, it, you know, a vibrant city needs a vibrant community television station like Naperville Community Television. So it's important that we support one another. We're supporting Naperville and now we need the Naperville residents to support us too and we welcome them on our journey. So Liz, thanks so much for chatting with me and we're so excited for this 35th anniversary journey. It's gonna be amazing. If you would like to learn a little bit more about MCTV, we invite you to go visit our website. In the meantime, stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight and more NCTV 17. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs. Today and for generations to come, because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now are Kim Pierce, our news producer, and Justin Cornwell, our sports director. Welcome, good to have you guys on set with me. Thanks for having us, yeah, Jane, you, it's nice you, to be here. Yes, thanks so much. Yeah, it's a little bit different, right? With <laughs> all is. of us together. Other but, side of the camera for me. Yes, <laughs> which is good, that's a good thing. Um, I'm gonna start out with you, Kim, because you've been with us for 10 years. How did you come to be at NCTV? Well, uh, interestingly enough, I majored in psychology and speech communication in college, but my roommates were broadcast journalism majors, and that's kind of what got me into the field. Um, so when I graduated, I got an internship at Continental Cablevision in Elmhurst, and lo and behold, the internship coordinator there was Liz Spencer. And so I met her, and it kind of kicked off a long friendship and professional relationship. Um, had a few jobs along the way. Eventually, I actually took Liz's job. She moved on as internship coordinator, and I became an internship coordinator. Um, went to New York, had a few jobs there working for a network news cooperative called NNS. That was an ABC, CBS, Fox cooperative. Um, and then also moved to NBC and was a supervising producer there for NBC News Mobile and NBC News To Go. And then I had my daughter and thought, hmm, my family is back in Illinois. My husband's family is back in Illinois and had maintained that friendship and connection with Liz. And the stars aligned and it happened. There was an opening here for someone to help out on the news team and I got slotted in. So it all worked out great. 
Yeah, and that's been wonderful because, I mean, you brought that big network experience to our local news, and that's really developed over the last 10 years. You've brought new uh, reporters into the fold and kind of guided that team, right? For sure, yeah. I mean, I dealt with national news on a big level. We did a lot of breaking news. We did a lot of day of news. Um, and here we were doing a half-hour news show once a week, uh, but we were also focusing a little bit more on, okay, let's do some more of that day-to-day -day news. We brought in that uh, news update, which was a great add to um, our offerings here. And then, of course, when we went into pandemic mode, day of news became that much more important. So hopefully I brought a little bit to the table there. Yeah, well, I know you did. And, I, and let's kind of follow up on that pandemic because it has been a very challenging <laughs> news cycle. Really? To say the least. <laughs> yep. Over the last two years, right? Uh, you know, we've had a lot, of, a lot of things happening. How has your team really taken on that challenge? And what have you found most rewarding during that experience? Well, it was challenging for everyone, clearly, you know, moving to that remote model. Um, as I mentioned before, we had a half hour news show before, took that away, moved more to the day-to-day -day news focus, which was really important and critical. Um, we're used to taking national stories and seeing if we can make them local. This was a global story that we were trying to make local, and everything was changing day-to-day -day when the pandemic started, and even now. Um, you know, we have a lot of young reporters on our team, so this is the first time that they encountered something of this, you know, um, capacity. So it was a challenge for them to kind of wrap their head around it and hit the ground running. Um, but the good news was they had all that foundation um, where they had established all the contacts. They knew the folks at the DuPage County Health Department, Will County Health Department. They knew all the major players in the city. Um, so they were able to take that and go build all that information that our local audience needed to know, you know, that everyone was hungry for. Well, how is this going to affect me? What does this mean for the city? What does this mean for businesses? What does this mean for our schools? And that's what a local news source can do. Yeah, and you did it very well. I mean, and not only just bringing that on a daily basis, but doing <clears throat> live hits when that was important, uh, bringing that information direct into people's living rooms, right? Sure, because the pandemic hit, and then we kind of got our arms wrapped around that, and then we had protests happening. And uh, that was a great opportunity for our reporters to get out live um, so that folks could see what was happening in the moment. Um, so it was, you know, it was nice for the community. It was also nice for the reporters to get that kind of um, groundwork laid that would later prove to be critical when this year we ended up having a tornado hit town. Yeah. And we were able to get reporters, you know, boots on the ground um, there in the scene so that they could tell people, you know, here's what's happening with that situation, which clearly, you know, had a lot of interest. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Justin, you've been with us and leading the sports department for six years. So yes. tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to be at NCTV. Yes, well, I um, am basically a, essentially a lifelong Naperville native. I grew up here. I went to high school at Nico Valley. I went to North Central College. So really didn't leave Naperville for the first, you know, 20 five years of my life. Um, and then I went to film school after I graduated from North Central and, you know, got a little, I, at North Central I studied, you know, broadcast communications, the radio station. Um, and I kind of wanted to, to follow a little more of the TV side. So I went to film school in Chicago for two years, moved to Los Angeles with some friends of mine and out there uh, was fortunate enough to find a job uh, at ESPN, uh, working with uh, Jim Rome's Burning, at, uh, you know, show at that time and was there a production assistant, uh, eventually became an editor. Uh, that show moved to CBS Sports Network, you know, kind of stayed on there, got a little more producing experience than uh, NFL Network. So, so kind of getting a chance to, 
to kind of really, you know, spread my wings, I guess you could say, um, you know, kind of a, at a big level. And then um, after the NFL Network, the season ended, as you can imagine, it's a seasonal position. You know, there's not <laughs> as much work going around once the season's over. I was kind of looking to potentially move back to the area, um, saw the, the sports director position was open here. Um, and actually, the, uh, when I was at North Central, uh, when I took a TV class there, the uh, Liz Spencer was uh, one of the <laughs> professors. Thread. Yeah, yeah. Now I didn't, I, I didn't necessarily like immediately make that connection that she, you know, and that had been over ten years, you know, it's ten years since um, you know since I'd taken that class. I'm sure, I'm sure she didn't remember me, but um, but it just really seemed like it fit, you know, all the types of things that I had done and. You know, I was fortunate enough to, to get the position, and I've just, you know, loved being here ever since. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, six years. that, And, you know, it's been great to be a part of, uh, you know, the growth of the station and the department and, you know, the both uh, Naperville Sports Weekly and, uh, you know, the Red Zone or North Central coverage as well. Yeah. Well, and, you know, NFL's loss was our gain. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're in that 15th anniversary of Naperville Sports Weekly, yes. which is quite an accomplishment for any sports show. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit for your team about what's so exciting about that show for you. Well, I mean, really what it is, is it's, you know, the thing that we talk about so often is kind of providing that that ESPN, that Sports Center moment for these local athletes, giving uh, that coverage, that you know, especially the, the television coverage, and and not just for the big sports, not just for football, basketball, baseball, softball, but for you know, bowling, badminton, hockey, lacrosse, you know, sports where they, you know, we're we're, we're the only ones who are there, <laughs> you know, covering them, you know, so so that some of these athletes who are kind of getting some attention and spotlight, um, you know, that, that they they never get, uh, that's something that we really appreciate and and kind of seeing you know the reaction from those athletes from those parents it's really rewarding you know i mean having worked for you know espn cbs nfl network you no know, offense to our audience you know we don't get the 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 view count that i'm sure some of the stuff i worked on there did but the impact i think is much more rewarding for the, it means a lot more i think to to our audience and our community whereas you know kind of you know some of the other you know things I've worked on in the past is just, you know, it's entertaining, but it's like, it's fleeting, you know, it's just yeah. like, okay, I watched this, thanks, it's in, you know, but like this, it's like, this. these are things that they're gonna remember for potentially a lifetime, life. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's always the thing. I mean, we talk about the fact that uh, so many of these, these kids that are doing sports in high school, this will likely be the last time they play competitively at that level. So it, it isn't just in the moment, it's the future when they look back on their high school experience, you are providing them with those uh, video moments that will be great, great memories. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we, I mean, been able to you know provide that for, for a long time and not just the, the high highlights, but, you know, the, the feature stories we tell, you know, getting, uh, you know, more into depth, the profiles, and, and then obviously being able to do it on the college level, you know, too, because, I mean, yeah, it's even, even though, you know, with North Central being Division three, uh, you know, all the stuff we do for them, I mean, that's still an incredible feat to be able to be playing at that level. There's such a, as you meant, like such a small percentage even, you know, are able to compete um, on the, the next level. So, so, yeah, I mean, everything that we, we do in terms of that, um, I mean, I think, you know, we try to make it. Um, as special as possible and make it as, as high quality as possible. And I think we've, I think we've done that, you know, from even from the people who, who started the show back in, you know, 2007. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. We've seen a big evolution on that, but all quality, right? Yeah. 
Kim, as we look to our 35th anniversary year, 2022, uh, <laughs> what's your goal for local news? So with local news, the thing we always want to do is make sure that we're the place that people come to when they want to find out what's going on in their community. You know, we want to inform. We don't want to influence. We want to just let you know, okay, here are the things you need to know, whether it's what's happening at the city council, uh, what's happening with your schools, what's happening at the park district, um, and then also give them some fun that's happening in their town. You know, as a parent, I always want to know, you know, where can I take my kids? You know, that's an important thing that we provide. And then just those nice human interest stories. You know, maybe your neighbor is doing something and you don't even know that they're doing that. Um, and we're able to share that story with you. And so I think, you know, overall, it's a nice, robust look at Naperville um, and kind of tracking the history of Naperville you know, as time goes on, too. Yeah, and I think it's that, you know, you really touched on that. It's that informing, right, giving people the information they need to make local decisions. It's the engaging. It's inspiring. I know I cry at a lot of the stories because they're just amazingly wonderful human interest stories, right? And then it's connecting people to what they need to know, right? I think in a lot of ways, NCTV 17 is the heart of the community. You know, we bring those feel-good stories and let you know, like, what can I do to help? when things you know, do go wrong, as unfortunately they often do. Um, and when they do, we give you the information you need to know about what's happening. Um, but we also find those stories of hope and those uplifting stories. And so you know, I think it's, it's just a wonderful service to the community. A lot of you know, cities don't have this kind of thing. This is very unique to Naperville. And it's something I'm really proud to be a part of. Yeah, well, I, I agree, and I think when you say that, I mean, we always like to think that Naperville is a little bit of a unique community, and we certainly are a unique source of news for that community, right? Sure. Yeah. So, Justin, uh, we're very blessed, as Kim talked about, where it's a very unique community. We've also been very lucky in the six schools that we cover for Naperville Sports Weekly. 58 state championship wins uh, for those six schools, which is quite impressive, with the last win being for Matea Valley for their volleyball team. Uh, you know, it, not that that gets regular, we're always expecting state championships, but how do you feel about those? And then how do you evolve the show? How do you keep it fresh every year when we come back? Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah especially Matia Valley, get their first uh, IHSA team state championship, kind of completing the circle, you know, getting, you know, at least one for, for everyone. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's always surprising if they're, we go, you know, too long without a, a state championship, so which makes it very fortunate for, obviously, the community and for us. And, and yeah, as you said, the, the show has really evolved a lot since, it, since uh, you know, season one back in 2007. Back then it was very, it's much more, you know, highlight focused, like that was essentially kind of everything that was done and, and then kind of changed to where we wanted to tell more of the stories of these athletes, kind of adding the feature stories, the profiles. Then we'd been doing the show long enough that you, you know, added the, the where are they now segments because now people were going on and, and now doing great things in college or professionally or in the Olympics. And, um, you know, so be, so, I mean, the kind of the, the story of the show has changed to, you know, where you have people who have, you know, were doing things at the beginning and now are, are doing things um, great. You know, the show went from uh, one show a week to, to two shows a week, having multiple hosts, now back to one show a week and being kind of more, you know, web focused with, the, you know, different things being posted. So, I mean, as kind of the, 
the world, that technology has changed, we have tried to evolve with it and, and kind of always looking for new ways to, to kind of get these, these stories of these athletes out and get these, the highlights and coverage out. So I think we've been able to, to do that. This year, some of our newer segments, we've been doing uh, vintage moments. So again, part of that 15-year uh, you know, celebration, looking back at some of the greatest moments, athletes, teams, um, you know, over the, the last 15 years. And so it's, it's kind of exciting the you know, way every year is a little bit different. And, you know, I'm sure that that won't be changing anytime soon. Yeah. The high school years are always, I mean, they're challenging years when you go through it, right? But they're also some of your best memories. And I think it's wonderful that we capture so many of them. Thank you, Kim and Justin, for coming on today. It's always such a pleasure working with you. And it's exciting, I think, for all of us as we approach that 35th anniversary and really seeing where Naperville Community Television can go as we continue to inform, engage, uh, and connect people to, as you said, Kim, the fourth largest city in the state of Illinois. Most definitely. Well, thanks for having us, Jane. It's yeah. great to be able to talk about what we all love. Yes, yeah. thanks, Jane. I think six years here. I think this is only my second time on camera, so <laughs> hopefully it was. Uh, hopefully it was all right. So. I, I'm glad you were with us, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you were with us. And if you would like to find out more about our news and our sports teams and the coverage that we provide the community, please go and check out our website. Don't go away. We're coming right back after a few short messages. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us. Those stories that impact our lives. Stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now is our operations supervisor, Carl Schultz. Carl, good to be sitting across from you. It, yeah, it's interesting being on this side of the camera. Well, and we're going to talk about that because you are the longest serving employee mm -hmm. still here um, at the station. Mm -hmm. So first of all, congratulations to you and thank you for your service. Well, thank you. Um, also, there is not an inch of this station mm -hmm. from the lighting grid to the mm -hmm. truck to the control room mm -hmm. that you haven't built. Uh, rebuilt, re-engineered uh, mm -hmm. along the way. And so I want to talk a little bit about that and mm -hmm. what's been involved and kind of going behind the scenes and putting it all together. So we're going to start kind of in this space that mm -hmm. you and I are in right now, the studio. Uh, talk a little bit, if you would, and explain what is it used for and what are some of the different uses that we use it for when we're not doing the main things like this. Well, uh, this studio is... Uh, it's kind of an open concept or a soundstage design where a lot of studios are designed to be for one show only. So if you go to The Tonight Show, that set is left up the entire time. If you go to NBC News, they've got that set up all the time. For us, we don't have that luxury. We've got 
so many different talk shows and so many different purposes that this space needs to fill. So everything needs to be taken down. You know, these flats will come down at the end of taping of this show and Naperville Sports Weekly's set is going to go up. Uh, we have room for a green screen so we can uh, put people in front of uh, digital backdrops. Uh, we've had cars in this space. You know, there's a garage door back there so we can bring vehicles in for various purposes. We did a, a sketch about road safety with one. We did a, a raffle for not-for-profit with another one. And, you know, this space is whatever we need it to be. It can be a meeting space, you know, everything we need it to be. Yeah, and I think, you know, what's so interesting, and people often don't realize it, they come to the studio and it all looks amazing, they, but they don't realize the number of hours that went into putting this all together. Mm -hmm. So uh, we thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> and the lighting, which always helps mm -hmm. us. Talk a, talk a little bit about that for just a moment. Well, this is actually two separate light grids where we've got some good old-fashioned tungsten lights, but we also have some LED lights that we got uh, thanks to a SICA grant. And not only does that make our light grid a bit more lighting efficient, but it also reduces the amount of time that uh, we are spent up moving lights around. It is you know, kind of dangerous to move that ladder around and reach up and bring down a 30 or 40 pound light fixture, you know, and, move, and we're doing multiple lights for each show. So the number of times that we can you know, reduce going up and down helps. And so by having two separate light grids you know, built into one, if we need the green screen, we just flip on the LED lights. If we need a regular show, we flip on the other lights. And so it's much more efficient that way. Yeah, and I think it's one of those, you know, sort of magic of TV mm -hmm. things, right? You know, everything always looks nice, mm -hmm. but the amount of work that it takes to get that mm -hmm. lighting right mm -hmm. uh, and adjusted is, it's, it's time consuming, right? Well, it's, they, they call it the magic of television for a reason. A magician's trick looks easy because they've spent years practicing to make it look easy, you know? and you are the magician for us. <laughs> so Carl, one of the things that people don't often realize is that in addition to kind of being in the studio space, obviously with the cameras mm -hmm. and the lights and that's all amazing, but it's connected to a control room. Mm -hmm. Now you've recently, very recently, uh, completely re-engineered that control room. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about some of those features and special controls that we now have available to us in our control room. The control room had been pretty much the same layout for about you know, 20 years, maybe even going back to before my time, where it was four racks, and then all the equipment was built into these racks. And that served its purpose well, but it's, it harkens back to the analog days. Now that we've shifted to HD, and a lot of switchers have large multi-viewer monitors, we weren't really taking as well advantage of our technology as we could have. So I scrapped the room completely, emptied it out completely, and rebuilt it with a more open space design. So rather than cramming everyone in front of a small amount of space, they're all spread out over the entire room. So you've got the director has a nice large view screen to see all the different camera shots. You've got a producer station that can also run the teleprompter. Without the control room, you and I are just talking under bright lights with three very expensive objects pointing at us, not doing anything. Uh, you've got uh, the director who decides you know, which cameras to cut back and forth to. We have four cameras here in the studio. Right now, I'm on camera two. Uh, that is camera four right there. And then uh, your close-up is going to be on camera one. And then we've even got a over-the-shoulder shot on camera three uh, right there. So, and now back to two for me. And the director, Roy, is the one making that happen. We've also got audio to make sure that our audio is not too loud or too soft so that I'm not real loud and you're really soft. 
We've also got a producer, uh, Joy, who is sitting and not only telling us what to do and what to say, but she's also running your teleprompter. There's also a Zoom station that we really needed to integrate during the pandemic because the lockdown, we couldn't bring guests into the studio, so we had to get them remotely. And, you know, we redesigned the control room to fit all of those stations in a much more ergonomic sense. So it's a much better use of the space. Yeah, and it also looks amazing, because mm -hmm. in addition to all the functionalities you've just talked about, it also opened up and mm -hmm. uh, looks a lot more modern yes. uh, mm -hmm. and uh, very welcoming. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, one of the other things, and it kind of dovetails on this, because uh, many people have seen our truck around town, mm -hmm. whether we're at the parades or when we were in the first marathon, mm -hmm. or maybe it, we're at the Naperville Municipal Band concerts. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that truck and what that is. Well, the truck is essentially a control room on wheels. You know, it does the exact same things as our control room does, but you know, we can just take it remotely. So we can take our field cameras out and plug them in. And we, uh, we recently upgraded to uh, fiber runs as opposed to coaxial copper you know, cables. And so we can run our cables up to 1,000 feet. So one of the first shows that we ever did was a North, uh, Naperville North cross-country meet where we had to have a camera as close to the start line as we could possibly get it. So we used every inch of that 1,000 feet to get the camera as far as we could. And you know, we've taken it to parades, we've done the North Central College football games, we've done the Crosstown Classic games with those cameras and those fiber runs, and the Naperville Municipal Band as well. And so basically when you see the truck out there, we are producing the programming for the community with that truck, just not here. We're out in, we're out in your neighborhoods, we're out in, you know, we're out about town. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's very exciting. We've had uh, small kids come and tour the truck, yes. uh, and they always get super excited about mm -hmm. that because yeah. there's an amazing amount of equipment, right, mm -hmm. that is stuck in a, in a pretty small truck when you really look at it. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, the, the kids always want to press the buttons, and it's funny because the parents are always, don't, don't, don't touch, don't touch. We say, go ahead. You know, I always joke that, you know, the self-destruct button has been disabled. Go ahead and touch. <laughs> there's not a button in there that they can touch that I can't, you know, reset back to the way it works. Yeah, which is wonderful. And we love love the fact that we can go live. We love the mm -hmm. fact that we can, you know, get in and out and across mm -hmm. town on all four corners mm -hmm. of Naperville. Well, Carl, thanks so much for coming out from behind the scenes and being with me on camera. I really appreciate it. And thank you for your full uh, amount of service to NCTV. Uh, we couldn't be the station that we are without you. Uh, and it's always a joy to work with you. Well, thank you. If you would like more information about the programs, events uh, that Carl helps bring to our channel, please go and visit our website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. I'm coming right back with yet more guests from NCTV. The Naperville Police Department needs your help to solve crime and bring offenders to justice. When you submit tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers, you help keep our city one of the safest in the nation. Tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers have helped solve hundreds of crimes and recover over $7 million in drugs, property, and cash. Remember, tipsters remain anonymous and receive cash rewards up to $1,000 if their tips lead to an arrest. Call the tip line at 630-420-6006. You may have that one piece of information that solves the crime. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, 
you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing the NCTV 17 board are Shoshana Frank, the current president, and Kata Sicaria. He's the incoming president. So welcome, friends. So nice to have you both here. Thank you. Yeah. It's lovely to be here. It's good. It's, you know, we're really enjoying this episode, really getting to know a little bit more behind the scenes about Naperville uh, Nonprofit Television Station. And Shoshana, you have been a longtime supporter uh, and on the board for many, many years. So uh, talk a little bit, if you would, about what drew you to the organization. Absolutely. Well, it was an easy one because the dedication of the staff and the drive to connect Naperville and ensure that our stories are told with news coverage and sports and engaging programming is really what brought me to the station. And I wanted to be able to share my time, talent, and my donor dollars in supporting that mission. Yeah, we love that. And we're always so grateful for your service. It's been a, a really wonderful ride for us. So thank you. Cuddy, you're, you know, you're a 20-year Naperville resident, so yeah. you're, you're not a newbie by any means, but you're new to the NCTV board. Uh, so tell us what drew you to us. See, um, as in my professional career, I travel quite a bit, and uh, my challenge has always been trying to get local news and local information, right? And um, I ran into NCTV 17 um, a few years ago, and I started seeing the information they've been giving, the kind of unbiased approach of information sharing, and also kind of making sure that highlight and spotlight pretty much all the local, um, you know, both the talent and the businesses as well, which is one of the key reasons that kind of drew me in to kind of start looking at what NCTV is all about. Um, then talking to Shoshana and, and the rest of the crew here made it much more stronger that there's a lot of work that happens behind the scenes, which kind of gets the Naperville to stand out, right? And this, that is one of the key reasons that actually drew me in into NCTV 17. Well, and you've certainly thrown yourself in, and we appreciate it. You've brought enthusiasm and commitment, and so we thank you for that. Um, Shoshana, you know, 35 years, we're celebrating the 35th anniversary coming up in 2022. Um, and, and for some, that's a fairly young, uh, young anniversary, but we're pretty proud of that uh, accomplishment uh, in the world of television and in the world of media, right? What do you think? Because you've had not only the look from the board, but you've been a lifelong Naperville resident. What do you think has been some of the biggest accomplishments in that 35 years? Easily, the tremendous growth of professionalism and technical expertise of the staff and the team that's here at NCTV 17. From 35 years ago to today's programming, they are night and day and completely different. And it is such an awe-inspiring journey to see how far our station has come and how much farther we can still go in another 35 years. Love that, yeah. And let's hope we'll be here because I'm pretty sure we will be. Yes. Uh, Kata, you know, you're you're the incoming board chair, uh, and and I know you. Uh, you have a business mind. You always have goals. What's your biggest goal for NCTV in 2022 and beyond? So uh, there's there's at least a couple of goals that I'm looking at. Right, what Shoshana and the board has actually done is elevated where we were and at least 
put, put us in the position to get, and get the trajectory. So the key is for us to continue to share information of what NCTV 17 is all about, it being specifically not-for-profit, so that way we can focus on you know, um, information plus also donors to help basically build a stronger and better. As Soshana was talking about, we want to continue to be here for the next 35 years, right? So that's going to be an important goal of focus is on one, coaching and educating what the not-for-profit NCTV is all about and making sure that we are able to get uh, donations into the organization. The second part of it is to kind of evolve ourselves into you know, um, what I would say target-based marketing on programs as well, right? Because our Naperville, the biggest advantage of city of Naperville and surrounding is the diversity, right? And as the population that changes, NCTV is going to be adapting to those changes and being able to deliver the right messages and right programming. So I would say those are the two primary goals I want to lead with 2022 on. Okay, we're with you. <laughs> I need that support. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and we're excited for that. Um, Shoshana, you know, it's always bittersweet uh, when a board president steps off. We're delighted you're handling, handle, handing the mantle over to Cotter, uh, and we're grateful, as I said, for your service. But as you sort of step out of that role, when you have people in Naperville say, NCTV17, what do you want them to think? I want to have residents think about the tremendous commitment NCTV17 has to telling the story of Naperville and ensuring that our community in a large geographic region really stays connected, whether it's watching the latest sports or news updates, enjoying programming like the India Day Parade when it's raining, or many other fun activities that our community is very lucky to have, and we're extremely lucky to be able to see that all online. Yeah, it, it really, uh, I, and I, I so appreciate you saying that because I think in very, very many ways, as you talked about, Kata, the uh, community has really evolved. There are so many amazing things happening in the fourth largest city in Illinois, and I think people forget that. We're an old city, but we're also the fourth largest. Uh, we are extremely vibrant and very robust uh, in the programming that we do, and uh, there are not many communities that have the coverage that we are able to deliver with the support not only of our wonderful board, uh, but also of city government and of our various constituents around Naperville, as well as individual donors that really allow us uh, to continue to have Naperville play out on TV, on air, and online, right? Yep. It's yeah. too true. So as we close out today's episode, I want to not only thank you for the time that you both put into the board. Uh, leading a not-for-profit board is both time-consuming, uh, takes a lot of energy and passion, of which you both have demonstrated a great amount of. Um, but also just really want to say thank you for continuing to be such a vibrant part of the community. Uh, we are really targeting to those that are civically-minded, civically-engaged, want to be informed, uh, and you both represent that so well. So thank you from all of us here for your leadership and for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank you, our viewers and supporters, for joining us for this very special spotlight focused on Naperville's nonprofit television station. To stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. Finally, as we close out the show, we would be remiss if we did not thank our spotlight sponsor, Busey Bank. With Busey's support this year, we were able to spotlight more than 65 nonprofits in the Naperville area. We were able to help and support all of the good that they do in our community. 
That's going to do it for us. For Spotlight, I'm Jay Mornette. Thank you for watching.